I'm Kennedy. I'm Bill Hemmer. I'm Harris Faulkner. And this is the Fox News Rundown. Friday, December 31st, 2021. I'm Trey Inkst. A pro-democracy news site was shut down this week in Hong Kong amid a broader crackdown. But this is clearly part of a concerted campaign on the part of Beijing to uh, narrow the space for media in Hong Kong. And, And Hong Kong officials have been very clear that that is exactly what is happening. This is the Fox News Rundown, Evening Edition. Amid tension between Washington and Beijing, the issues of Hong Kong and Taiwan remain front and center. China's influence in the region is one of the biggest foreign policy concerns for the Biden administration. And going into 2022, things are only expected to get worse after a pop star in Hong Kong was arrested and this news outlet was shut down. On Wednesday, about 200 Hong Kong police officers raided the office of Stan News, an online site which is generally considered to be pro-democracy. This is Gordon Chang author and expert on U.S.-China affairs. They arrested seven people um, and confiscated and frozen assets. Um, Stan News, a few hours afterwards, announced that it was ceasing publication. And, and the rest were for sedition, apparently the coverage of the 2019 protests. But this is clearly part of a concerted campaign on the part of Beijing to uh, narrow the space for media in Hong Kong. And, and Hong Kong officials have been very clear that that is exactly what is happening. Also on Wednesday, we had the arrest of Denise Ho, one of the seven. She's a Canto pop star and an activist. And on uh, Wednesday, I believe, uh, Jimmy Lai was given another charge. Jimmy Lai is a Hong Kong entrepreneur. Um, started Apple Daily, the the territory's main newspaper, which was also pro-democracy. After raids this year, um, it closed down as well. So clearly there is a very narrow space now for any sort of criticism of the Hong Kong government. And we saw during the past several years, many of these same figures speaking out against the Chinese government and the influence in Hong Kong and what this means for the future, a number of movements um, and clashes that we saw playing out and the world was watching. Now the storyline is, is much quieter in the international community, but yet we see these actions ongoing. What is the goal right now in terms of these arrests and shutting down publications and those who are speaking out about the need for democracy? What's, what's the goal of those people who are ordering these arrests? Beijing's goal is to exert total control over Hong Kong so that it is just part of the mainland. Hong Kong um, was uh, by treaty, the Sino-British Joint Declaration of 1984, was supposed to have 50 years of a high degree of autonomy starting from July 1st, 1997. Um, Beijing, though, uh, does not want Hong Kong to be an outpost of freedom. And so really what has occurred right now is uh, China is now running Hong Kong directly, um, violating all of its pledges of the one country, two systems formula. And really right now we have Hong Kong um, basically under totalitarian controls. When you look at the current relationship between Washington and Beijing, it's an interesting relationship to look at because there are all these ongoing actions as it relates to Hong Kong, Taiwan, from officials in Beijing that the Biden administration has openly on the record said are unacceptable actions. But 
there's this equation that's ongoing about what Americans and the international community can do to pressure the Chinese to change their behavior. How does that play out in 2022? Where, where do you see all of this headed? Well, the Biden administration has talked tough on Hong Kong. Um, and this was actually one of the uh, Biden's campaign promises, um, but they've done extremely little. Um, uh, and so therefore in 2022, I don't expect very much um, on the part of the Biden administration with regard to Hong Kong. Biden's top priority by far with regard to China is climate change. And as long as Beijing um, says what the Biden administration wants to hear, um, China is essentially getting free passes on all sorts of quote unquote unacceptable behavior. So although um, there are strong words from, for instance, the State Department on Hong Kong, um, there's been very little in the way of action. There are a number of things that we can do, but the Biden administration has decided not to do them. Chinese President Xi Jinping has talked a lot about the reunification, as he calls it, of Taiwan. And this has created tension in the region over military exercises and concerns that this could open up to be a new major foreign policy challenge for the Biden administration to navigate. How do you see these threats actually happening? And is this a, a move by the Chinese to have more leverage in possible talks or negotiations in the future? Well, uh, this week we heard the foreign minister, uh, Chinese foreign minister Wang Yi talk about the unbearable cost that China will impose on the United States if it supports Taiwan. So I think that in 2022, we'll see a lot more Chinese pressure on um, the island. But remember, Taiwan um, has never been part of the People's Republic of China. So reunification is incorrect. It would be unification. Um, and, and indeed, um, Taiwan has uh, rarely been ruled by China. Um, it's, so there is a, uh, is a real disconnect between the way the Chinese leadership views this issue and the way the people in Taiwan view it, because they view themselves not as Chinese, but as Taiwanese. And that's clear from identification surveys. This really means that there will be continuing conflict because Taiwan insists on remaining sovereign. And the Biden administration is sort of caught in the middle of this. What we should be doing is um, telling China that under no circumstances will uh, we allow China to invade Taiwan, that we will use force to repel an invasion, and that we will offer a mutual defense treaty to Taipei if they want it. If we were to do that, I think tensions would uh, die down because Beijing then knew it could not invade. But uh, as the Biden administration tries to straddle this issue, Beijing believes that it can actually um, get advantages. And so therefore, it will press, it will engage in provocative behavior, and this will become more of an issue going forward. You've been listening to Gordon Chang, author and expert on U.S.-China affairs. We'll be right back. What are the biggest threats for regional stability right now? What actions could China take that may put this whole situation into a, a free fall. We hear a lot about Hong Kong and, and Taiwan and these really important issues for the international community to be watching, but there's a, a laundry list of human rights abuses and uh, trade practices and economic pressure that really complicate every single one of these conversations because for every major topic being discussed, there are all these other things that have to be part of the equation. 
There are uh, very few areas that will lead to cooperation between Washington and Beijing in the immediate future. Um, almost everything that Beijing is doing is either undermining U.S. interests or the interests of the international community. So there's increasing friction as we see a much bolder Beijing. So we're talking not only in, in territorial issues, not only Taiwan, but also Japan, uh, India, the Philippines, and of course, the other South China Sea claimants. Um, but also there are non-territorial issues, which you just talked about. So for instance, the ongoing genocide and crimes against humanity in the northwestern part of the country in Xinjiang against the Uyghurs, the Kazakhs, and other Turkic minorities. There's the ongoing repression of the Tibetans. Um, there are trade problems. Uh, China has not lived up to its phase one trade deal that was signed uh, uh, two years ago. And also what we're seeing is a general Chinese attack on uh, the American form of governance. So um, across the board, uh, there is uh, the friction and this will get worse. And it will get worse in large part because, um, the, first of all, Beijing does not believe that uh, the Biden administration will resist it. And so, therefore, China is engaging in actions that uh, trouble not only the United States, but the world. But also, we're just seeing um, problems inside the Chinese political system that I think are leading Xi Jinping, the Chinese ruler, um, to take uh, much more risky um, uh, to adopt much more risky policies in order to preserve his position back home. So this is uh, a very exceedingly dangerous situation, and it will probably become even more dangerous as time progresses. Really appreciate your perspective and analysis on this author, Gordon Chang, and expert on U.S.-China affairs. Joining us today on the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition podcast. Gordon, thank you very much. Thank you, Trey, and I really appreciate it, and Happy New Year. listening to the Fox News Rundown. Rundown. Stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. From the Fox News Podcasts Network, subscribe and listen to the Trey Gowdy Podcast. Former federal prosecutor and four-term U.S. congressman from South Carolina brings you a -a one-of-a-kind podcast. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com.